You're listening to The G-Factor with Lauren and Tony, a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization. Now, without further ado, here are the hosts of G-Factor, Lauren Doherty and Tony Van. Okay, Lauren, here's a trivia question for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Seven years ago, basically today, you and I took a journey. Can you remember where and what we were doing? Well, I remember the the dinner that night, that's for sure. Um, Yes, we were traveling to Texas. I believe we were going to a conference. Yes, yeah, a cabinet conference, by the way, a conference on cabinets, where (laughs) if you remember correctly, what was the hot topic amongst the cabineteers that, that year? There were a couple. Um, the phone book I know was discussed. The yellow pages were discussed. Phone LinkedIn book. was a big deal, which Huge. I'm not. I am not downing LinkedIn, but I mean it was like whew, space age. And I do remember their talk of being like magnets on cars for advertising. Yeah. So that that's exactly. It's very interesting you say that. Obviously. Let's kind of take a pause. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone. If you celebrate Lauren, that's against her religion. So she doesn't celebrate <laughs> Valentine's Day. I, yeah. I being a three-time winner in the circle of love, have to celebrate it. So that's <laughs> that's how that works. But uh, yeah, so Lauren and I had the opportunity to actually go down to Tejas, Austin, Texas for a client back in 2014, I think. It may have been even maybe it's 2013 now that I think about it. But anyway, we went down and and we went down to talk about cabinets and marketing and whatever and ended up basically the entire conference was, um, what do you call it? Like waterlogged, if you will, with the, with the exciting murmurs of, a, of LinkedIn, which was interesting because I had been on LinkedIn for at least 10 years and these people had just... Had just been there, but um, believe it or not, there is a segue to this. Today, we're going to talk about um, burnout and how basically you can avoid burnout. And one of those things is to make your life a little more interesting and uh, try some new things in 2022, such as LinkedIn, a la 1973. <laughs> so, right? <laughs> yeah, well, trying new things is a really good one. I like that a lot. And I think um, that for me is kind of like the little things to look forward to is one for me, even if it's like, you know, attending dinner with friends or, you know, whatever it is, but I call those little things, you know, that are just things to look forward to that, especially during the winter where it's like, oh, you know, all the holidays are over. There's nothing going on. I can't do anything outside, which the weather this year is a little different, but um, I think that's a really good tip. I like that a lot. Thanks. Thanks. I, I I just, you know, kind of cut them out with a big tip. I mean, obviously self-care is a big deal. What, what are some things that you do to try to avoid being burnt out, especially now, what are we two and a half years into the pandemic or something like that? What, what are your, (laughs) the time is now, who knows? Um, I think one of the big ones for me is, and I, 
I think I'm learning this still for sure. Um, but it's just setting boundaries. Sometimes you have to say no to things, even if you want to help or um, you are scared of disappointing someone else or, you know, you think saying yes or something is what other people want you to do. But thinking about, you know, what time you really have or if you're getting yourself overextended or you're really stressed like doing what's appropriate for you, I think is really important and not worrying so much about letting others down because most likely they won't even think of it that way. You're just like kind of overthinking, you know, saying no, or maybe I can't help with this this time, but can you ask me next time? You know, there's a lot of um, ways to answer that question of someone's asking you to do something and you know, you just like can't handle it on your plate right now. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I think that's probably, I mean, not just 2022, but I think one of the most difficult things to do or say, especially, I mean, I don't want to call either of us necessarily people pleasers, but saying no to someone has been very difficult for me over it a lot. Is. I mean, it's almost yes. like a, a ingrained is like a sign of weakness. Like if you say no, uh -huh. you're not taking the challenge or you're not doing something you should be doing or whatever that looks like. And so I, I really think that, and that goes with boundaries. I mean, I think that's the other thing is like, uh, and and just candidly, the, the whole like uh, cliche phrases like work-life balance and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, I've never been like on the board with that kind of stuff, but there is a point in which you just have to, you know, do things for your own mental well-being, your own physical well-being. And sometimes that is just saying, you know, either no or, I mean, you know, me, I kind of try to fall in the middle a little bit. So it's maybe like a not right now type of thing. Like, let's discuss that a little later, just because some timing sometimes is the issue or whatever. So, I mean, I think that's great. I mean, you know, I'm not the big workout guy or get on the treadmill, you know, and I know, I think you, you still do, right. You work out what, 12 times a day or something like that. that I wish, you, yeah. <laughs> but no, exercise is a big, like stress reliever for me, for sure. Huge. Right. Huge. And I like to like volunteer and eat. And so I'm really yeah. trying to find some type of ice cream shop that'll let me just work there for free, which is great. But uh, I will offer my opinion for food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what, go, go ahead. What, what else have you found that you know, maybe this year you're going to try or do something a little different? I think also like one of the other mindset things for me is just, and I'm sure other people are in this space too, but you know, I think this is also something that has had to kind of come over time for me, but you know, sometimes it's not about like doing it all. Sometimes it's just about like getting by or being comfortable where you are, not setting it the bar. And this sounds terrible, but not setting the bar too high that it's not achievable for you and stressing yourself out even more because then you're not reaching that goal. So I think that, you know, just not doing it all is also totally okay. You know, that is, that kind of goes back to the boundaries, but I think also that, you know, um, having someone that you can talk to about things. So even if it's your spouse or your friend, or it does not have to necessarily be a professional, but that's totally fine too. Um, just having someone just to say like, Hey, I'm really stressed out. I may even need help, like prioritizing what to do. Like if you're you're kind of in that whirlwind of like, you're just so overwhelmed that you don't know where to start, you know, or making a new list of things to do or just organizing your thoughts or organizing your desk sometimes. So that's helpful for me, but you know me, I'm like a huge list maker and organized. And if my life is out of 
whack in that way, you know, then it makes me feel very um, discombobulated. So those are helpful for me. Prioritizing the workload is really helpful. Um, I think also just throughout the workday, just taking time to even like stand up or walk around for a little bit, walk outside, get some sunshine. You know, we already talked about exercising. That's, you know, for me, that's really helpful But also just like, especially if you work from home or even in an office, it's easy to get into this, like not taking those little breaks or even um, not taking time to eat something or snack on something a couple of times a day. And then you, you know, you look at the clock and it's like 630 and you haven't like ate or drank or whatever. Um, So just kind of staying on a regular schedule, whatever regular is like for you, but trying to kind of do the same thing every day, I think is really helpful for me too. So you, that's you took one of mine, which is super important. And I, I know a lot of people, I mean, they talk about, you know, working from home versus, you know, what's that look like or whatever. And, you know, it's people's schedules get so different and we're all just trying to learn from this, but you know, you can, you can get in the office if you're working from home and you can just, you know, work and work and work and then look up and it's two o'clock in the afternoon and you don't think about it, but one, you've been sitting for three or four hours and two, you know, that kind of jacks up the rest of your day. If you're really trying to do some type of balance or some type of routine and you realize that two o'clock or three o'clock is when you're going to have lunch, well, that pushes everything back. Um, Now that to be said, I am more of a nocturnal animal than I am during the day. So what I've started finding is to allow my body to create the schedule, even though my schedule might not be what I would call a nine to five, nine to five routine schedule. So for instance, you know, I, uh, before the pandemic or whatever, you get at the office at eight or eight 30 and then, you know, work until five or five 30. Well, I really kick in around 10 and I can go until seven or eight before I, I mean, I'm actually, I feel like more productive. And so I've truly, really tried to allow myself to, to embrace that. And that right. helps me without being burned out because I get very frustrated in the morning. Cause I'm like, why am I not thinking? And then, you know, if I have to stop at five, five thirty six because it's the end of the work day, well, then I get frustrated because I'm like, oh, I just have one more thing to do or, you know, that type of thing. So, right. I agree. Totally. Whatever is, you know, comfortable for you, it does not have to be comfortable for anyone else, you know, or your, maybe it's your family schedule that kind of drives your work day, but just staying on whatever kind of schedule that's, you know, yours, I think, and I'm the same way and, you know, I'm bad about it fluctuating. So I've been trying to be better about that. Um, but it's kind of a work in progress, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I no. do think it's really helpful. <laughs> well, and I wonder, but, you know, oftentimes when we talk about kind of a global economy, I mean, you know, there are people on the other side of the world that are, you know, working while you're asleep and vice versa. And I think that with technology and those type of things, it allows for that flexibility that there's a work window that doesn't necessarily have to mean a work day, if that makes exactly. sense. Exactly. So. Especially, yeah, now things are a lot different. So definitely agree. Yeah. I think I have one last one. Um, and that is if you can um, have someone that you can rely on to help with some of your workflow. Um, you know, maybe you're out for a couple of days and you can rely on that person to cover for you. 
Um, or maybe it's literally just having someone else edit something for you or brainstorm ideas with just kind of being able to have a discussion with someone else or bounce things around is really important. Someone you can rely on. Um, and as far as for communicators, I really think about this um, with social media burnout. And this can also be for, you know, people who use social media personally or both. But I think that just that constant cycle and scrolling, that death scroll you can kind of get into um, is can be really unhealthy. So taking a break from those things. And as a communicator, if you can, you know, kind of take a break from a couple of days, if you're managing social media accounts or anything ongoing or um, highly customer service focused as well, you know, that can really wear on you. Those comments that maybe are not even really directed at you personally can really affect you personally. So just be careful with that and try to have someone that can help you out when you start to get that feeling that you're, you know, overwhelmed or burned out with it. I love that. You know, I, I really, I've been listening to you speak and then trying to listen to myself. Like this is not really one of the planned thoughts or I had, but you know, maybe one of the ways not to get burnout in 2022 is just to kind of let yourself off the hook. And I'm not saying be lazy or whatever, but just don't be so hard on yourself. We've been hard on each other, you know, excuse me, on ourselves throughout this entire, you know, since 2019, maybe the reality is that there's not, you know, there's not that much pressure, you know, do, do the best you can provide a good product, but, you know, let yourself be human. There's nothing wrong with that at all. So. Right. That's a good one. That's a really good point. I completely agree. I think that's great advice. That's, you know, Lauren, there, there's so many different elements on the periodic table, starting with, you know, hydrogen ending with some type of solarium, but the most important element is the human element. And I think that's what we need to focus on right now. So thank you for that closing. That was beautiful. I just, I just want to, I want to bring it all back to letting yourself off the hook. So anyway, all right. So people don't get burned out out there. 2022's a marathon, not a sprint. So yeah, everyone take care of yourselves, whatever that means for you. For you. That's right. So. All right. And for you, I'm Tony Van. And I'm Lauren Doherty. And this has been another amazing episode of the G-Factor podcast. Thank you for listening to G-Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit theguildfactor.com.